When we trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sin, we are saved. But what happens next? How are we supposed to live after salvation? As we mentioned in our last study, the call to follow Jesus is twofold. The believer is called to put on Christ, or the new man, but we are also called to put off sin, or the old man. Today on Drawing Near, we continue to examine how we are changed by the gospel. So open your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 24, and join us for the truth in Jesus. Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day, this opportunity that you give us to walk before you, to learn from you. It is a great uh, challenge, a gracious opportunity to be able to study your word, to try to conform to the truth of your word, to obey. You know we struggle in our flesh, still trapped in this body that is contaminated by sinful tendencies. And so we ask for your help and your guidance in how to live a life that is pleasing to you. All the while, Father, we look forward to that day when, like Paul says, we will put on our heavenly body, our heavenly tent. Until that time, Father, help us to walk in the Spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 24, we read this. But you did not learn about Christ like this. If indeed you heard about him and were taught in him, just as the truth is in Jesus. You were taught with reference to your former way of life, to lay aside the old man who is being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new man who has been created in God's image, in righteousness and holiness that comes from truth. Becoming a Christian involves learning. We hear the gospel. We're exposed to the truth about our sin, God's justness, God's holiness, his condemnation of our sin. We learn about how he sent Jesus into this world to atone for our sin. Just like we had to learn the gospel, learn the truth of God regarding our sin and how we could be saved, we have to learn how to live like a Christian. Now, for a lot of people, learning is not pleasant. They want to just live. They just want to do their own thing. They want to be what's comfortable. They don't want to learn what God says. They don't want to learn what living for Christ is about or like. They just want to follow their instincts, follow their fleshly nature. Paul says in verse 20 of Ephesians 4, But you did not learn about Christ like this. He's referencing the verses just prior to this, where he is challenging them to not walk like the Gentiles walk and in their former sins. So what he's saying here is, when you learned about Christ, you learned that accepting Christ involved following Christ, growing in Christ, walking away from sin, walking to Jesus. That's the picture of repentance. 
Repentance is turning away from sin and our former way of living and turning to Jesus and embracing what he teaches and what he calls us to. That takes learning. We see that in the Great Commission, where Jesus says that we are to go and make disciples, and the ultimate goal is that we are to teach them to observe or to do all things that he has commanded us. We have commandments. We have instruction. We are to listen to the commands of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, and we are to obey. Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. We are to abide in him. The sheep of Jesus hear his voice. They know him. He knows us. And the sheep follow him. So, to stay in our former way of living, to continue to live in sin and the passion of our lusts, that is not what we've learned about following Christ. Let me say something to correct that. That's what some people have learned. Because there's an easy believism gospel out there that is no gospel at all that tells about how our sins can be forgiven, but it never calls us out of sinful living. It appears that there are groups of people out there who want to share the gospel, who are wanting to see people pray to receive Jesus, get baptized, become a church member, And then if they never darken the church door again, that's okay with them. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible does not teach that you can trust in Jesus and then just go about your life as it was before, talking the way you did, thinking the way you did, acting the way you did. That's not what we have been called to in Christ Jesus. So let's look at this. He says, but you did not learn about Christ like this. Verse 21 says, if indeed or if in fact you heard about him and were taught in him. In other words, if you heard the truth about Jesus and were taught the truth about Jesus, then you did not hear that you could stay in your sin. Now, Paul's not accusing them of not hearing about Jesus or not being taught. What he's saying here is, you didn't learn about Jesus like this if indeed you heard about him or were taught in him at all, he knew that they were. He did the teaching. He oversaw their instruction. So he's using this as an emphasizing statement that says, I know you did learn about Jesus correctly. And then he says these words, just as the truth is in Jesus. John chapter 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. He also says, when you know Jesus, when you hear his word, you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Those two statements are very, very important for us. The truth is in Jesus. If we want to know the truth about life, not just the gospel, not just about heaven, but about how to really live, then that truth is in Jesus. To know Jesus is to know the truth. To know the truth calls us to live in that truth, to live out that truth. And when we know Jesus and we know the truth, the truth does not enslave us. The truth 
makes us free. We are free in Jesus indeed. For many people, they see the life of a Christian in following Jesus Christ as bondage and chains and a burden. But Jesus says to come unto me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. To lay aside sin is to lay aside the chains that enslave us, the weights that bear us down ultimately to hell. If you will look around you and see people who are given over to sin, you will see people who are not happy, who are being ground down. If you see people who are truly, sincerely seeking to follow Christ, you will see joy and peace and life in them. This is the truth that is in Jesus. The truth of the Word, the truth of how to live in fellowship with God, and the truth of freedom in Christ. Not freedom to do anything we want, but freedom from sin. And so in verse 22, we're told, you were taught with reference to your former way of life to lay aside the old man who is being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires. In other words, repent. Lay aside the old person, the person we were before faith in Jesus Christ. Paul says, that's what you were taught when you were taught about Christ. Lay aside the old man. Why? Because the old man is being corrupted. It's being destroyed. How? Well, in accordance with deceitful desires. The deceitful desires of the flesh corrupt, twist, pervert, ultimately lead us to hell. Verse 23 says we're not only to put off the old man, but it says to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We are to have a change of mind. We are to be regenerated. We are to have a different way of thinking. Romans 12 tells us that we are not to conform to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So we're to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. We're to, verse 24, to put on the new man who has been created in God's image. We are to put on the righteousness and holiness that comes from truth. Now, the truth is in Jesus. So where do the righteousness and holiness come from? Jesus. So when we are in Jesus, when we are one with Jesus, when we are in fellowship with Jesus, when we are following Jesus as faithful disciples, we are putting on the new man who has been created in God's image in righteousness and holiness because they come from truth, from Jesus, from life in Jesus. So the believer who has turned away from their sin is turning to righteousness and holiness, putting off the old man that is being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires and being renewed in the spirit of the mind, putting on the new man who has been created in God's image. That's what God created us for. And we put on the new man in righteousness and holiness. What do we clothe ourselves with? The righteousness and holiness that comes from the new life in Jesus Christ. If you have trusted in Jesus Christ, if you have put your faith in Jesus Christ to save you, 
that same faith in Jesus Christ binds you to him in following him in righteousness and in holiness. To know Jesus is to know the truth, to have our eyes opened to the truth, to come into the light, to be enlightened. And what we see is the damage and the destruction of the sin that corrupts, and we see the life and the light, the peace and the joy that comes from righteousness and holiness in Jesus Christ. We are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. He guides us into all truth. We have the living Word of God. It instructs us in righteousness and in truth. We have the body of believers that is to encourage us and support us as we strive for love and good works. We have the hope in heaven that waits for us, the promise of eternal life, and the commending of God to his faithful children. Well done, my good and faithful servants. We have every incentive, every motivation to follow Jesus. The path is straight and narrow. There's not many who walk on that path. But that's the path we have been called to. And I strongly encourage you to take up your cross, denying yourself, and follow Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, give us insight and discernment. Help us to know Christ, to be filled with wisdom in following Jesus Christ. Confront us with truth all the time that we may be set free from sin that destroys. Purge us. Discipline us when we fail, like you do the children whom you love. Father, we desire to be what you've called us to. Teach us. Help us to abstain from sinfulness today, to walk in the Spirit rather than in the flesh. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.